Hello to your dunks out there, and welcome back to another episode of Doink, where myself, Josh, and Michaela will be going over everything that happened during championship weekend, go over news and notes of the coaching hirings and unfortunate business that's been happening here in the NFL over the last 24 hours, mm-hmm. and we are going to dip back into the Doink and Doink connection a little bit. Just because a little bit. This past weekend was we had the, the Royal Rumble. Rumble. One so, of the big four pay-per-views in WWE. Which we'll try not to go on too many tangents yeah. because Dave but and I haven't do, talked okay. a ton of wrestling recently. No, but this has to be talked about it needs just to be. because of what transpired at the event. Yeah. So we'll delve into that a little bit later yes, on. I'm excited to get educated. Championship weekend did what it was supposed to do. I think... Since the divisional weekend, so I know we've only talking two weekends of football, six mm-hmm. games of football. There has not been a boring game. No, no. Every game has been back and forth, shootouts down to the wire. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, wild card weekend, you had those blowouts. You had the blowout of New England. You had the mm-hmm. blowout of Philly. Yep. You had a pretty much of a blowout of Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are the games you're going to expect are going to be blowouts. Yeah, you're because gonna the teams get, are so far apart. Exactly. Yeah. You're going to get the tight games like you did with um, Cincinnati and Vegas. You got the tight game between San Fran and Dallas. Yep. And then the other one, I can't even remember the rest of Wild Card Weekend. I've named five of the games. I'm blanking on the sixth. Well, whichever game it was. Regardless. Regardless. Yeah. Divisional weekend was a ton oh, was of ten- fun. No, it wasn't Tennessee. Tennessee no. had the first one by. But yeah, divisional weekend, like you said, ton of fun. This weekend, holy shit. This weekend was all about who was the better coach making the adjustments Mm -hmm. coming Mm -hmm. out of the first half of those games. Completely agree. Because the first halves of each of these games were completely different than the second halves. Yes. Specifically the first game. Specifically both games. Yeah. Both teams who went into the half leading both lost this week. Yep. Yeah. Both of them. And one of them one of them blew it with five seconds left on the clock mm-hmm. in the first half by not doing something that Andy Reid would have traditionally done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's get to the first game. Cincinnati Bengals taking on the Kansas City Chiefs in Arrowhead. Kansas City takes a 21-3 to lead in the first half. They scored three touchdowns on their first three drives, mm-hmm. and yeah. they looked unstoppable. Yeah. Until they were on, I think it was like the two or something like that, leading into the half. Yeah, they had a... So, Cincinnati scores a touchdown, mm-hmm. goes 21-10. Kansas City gets the ball right back and goes right down the field. Some weird... I Sometimes they throw flags and sometimes they don't throw flags. So, I, I saw the hold, I saw the pass interference, <laughs> and I get why they threw the flag. It was kind of a weird spot to throw the flag because it was a third down play and... Whatever. They, they, they called the penalty. Mm-hmm. Happened in the end zone. So that means that Kansas City gets the ball on the one, one yard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How Kansas City does not put the ball in the end zone there? Hill got stopped on the one. He got stopped on the half yard line. Kill, yeah. Killed their game. Mm-hmm. Killed it. Because the mindset going into halftime after that, they just fell flat. Just look at the way Hill walked off the field. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just when he got tackled. Look at the way he felt. He walked mm-hmm. off the field. He just took his head off, hat off, the helmet off, <laughs> dejected. Mm-hmm. Like, what the hell just happened? Like, how did I not get in? Yeah, and I believe it was in the first half. We had a big injury on the Cincinnati Bengals. Ozuma. 
yeah. got hurt, knocked out. I think it was an ankle or a knee injury or something early in the game. That's a big target for mm-hmm. Cincinnati. Okay, yep. Um, their uh, wide receiver or yep. tight end or yeah, something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. Big injury on that on that front. But they were still able to come back, tie the game, and take the lead, which Kansas City tied the game um, at the end of regulation mm-hmm. with a uh, Tommy, Ta- uh, Tommy Townsend. Is he their punter or their kicker? Is Bucker their kicker? Or Butker their is their kicker. Yeah. Okay. Townsend's their punter. Punter, punter and yeah. holder. I know. I see the the glorious hair. Yeah. <laughs> um. But they tie it up in the regulation. They go to overtime. We just had the Kansas City Bills game that went into overtime. Mm-hmm. Kansas City won the toss. They won the game. Mm-hmm. Everyone was like, "If Kansas City wins this, they're going to win the game." They won the toss. And they even they even uh, tweeted, "We won the coin toss." And then like. And then three plays later, and ironically, took them 13 seconds, which took them 13 seconds to tie the game at the end of the Bills game. the NFL universe It took them 13 seconds for Patrick Mahomes to get picked off Mm -hmm. on a routine, perfect placement on that. He had his hand right between the receiver's hands, bopped the ball over to the defender, Mm -hmm. interception, and Burrow does what Burrow does, brought the ball right down the field. On a second and ten, I think, fell to the uh, right hash, and ice in his veins. Evan McPherson comes out, kicks the game-winning field goal in overtime. The Kansas, uh, not Kansas City, the Cincinnati Bengals are your AFC champions, and they're going to the Super Bowl. Who would have thought we were gonna fucking say that? I did. <coughs> I picked it last week. Didn't I say at the be- at the <sighs> end of Wild Card Weekend? What is the team that I am rooting for the whole time? And I said Cincinnati Bengals. No, there's no shot that this team's young blood isn't going to carry them. Mm-hmm. And they've carried them so far. Speaking of young blood, their rookie kicker that they drafted, I will continue to push that fact. The rookie kicker that they drafted has won them the last three games. Mm-hmm. He's going to win the Super Bowl MVP. <laughs> <laughs> All I know about this game is this boiled down to the coaching adjustment that was made coming out of the half. So... There was a stat, and I can't remember it off the top of my head, and I'm not going to look it back up. Mm-hmm. When Patrick Mahomes came out of the half, he faced eight defenders in the passing lanes and only three people rushing him on, I think it was 84% of the snaps in the second half. That's insane. Okay? He could not figure... They could not figure out what to do against that. They had mm-hmm. double coverage on almost everybody. Pretty much. You were only rushing three guys. And he was sacked multiple times with only three guys rushing, which tells you there was a coverage sack. Yeah, when, when Burrow gets sacked nine times in the in the divisional game, mm-hmm. but gets sacked Once. one time the entire championship game. I told you the defensive lines were very different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I told you. And... I mean, the thing about it is when you look at it, when you look at what (coughs) I'm a Bears fan when Matt Nagy was the head coach. And what did Matt Nagy show us? Matt Nagy showed us that he refuses to turn around and hand the ball off when there's golden opportunities to do it. He would rather drop back with his quarterback and throw the ball. Where do you think he learned that from? Andy Reid. There you go. Because what did Andy Reid do in the second half of that game? Same thing. 
He could when have you have around. Ceh sitting right there that can pound the ball down the throats of the defensive and line. And you're only rushing three when guys. When you're rushing three guys and you've got four to five on your line. You've got five guys on your offensive line facing three guys. And you're routinely just dropping back and passing. Mm-hmm. And don't forget, Kansas City almost didn't get to overtime because on the last play, Mahomes got sacked and fumbled. And if it wasn't yeah. for Joe Tooney mm-hmm. falling on the ball, mm-hmm. since he could have recovered, yeah, and called it would have never went to overtime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Period. All right? Many kudos to Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. They they won this game. They mm-hmm. they won this game. Mm-hmm. They and the thing that we were talking about with Mahomes, always trying to do too much earlier this season, it came back to bite him in the ass in this yeah. game. It yep. really did. Mm-hmm. And they looked unstoppable. He tried throwing the ball when, as you were saying, you've got three guys rushing five, and you have Clyde Edward Hilaire, who's one of the best running backs in the league right now, sitting right there in your backfield, and you don't utilize him. Again, that falls on Andy Reid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That falls on Andy Reid. And it almost makes you wonder why someone like Eric Bieniemy still has not become a head coach in the NFL. You know, this great offensive coordinator that the Kansas City Chiefs have had now for all these years. Mm-hmm. You know, how come no one's ever come really knocking for this guy? Mm-hmm. Maybe because people see the flaws. Mm-hmm. And this really, this game really showed it. I mean, even, even the Super Bowl last year showed it. True. Yeah. So, you know, Kansas City's impressive. They've went to now three or four consecutive. That was four consecutive. Four, this AFC would have been champions. their third consecutive Super Bowl okay. if they had so won. Four consecutive AFC championships. <clears throat> the, the team's serious. Okay? Yeah. There's yeah. nothing you're ever going to take away from that. M- much kudos to what Spagnola did with that defense this past year. True. From where I mean, they were to, from where, where, they they were to where they finished. Mm-hmm. I mean, they still were a bottom half defense when you looked at the numbers, but yeah. they weren't a bottom half defense when you looked at the, what they were able to put together. Mm-hmm. They had an all pro in Chris Jones, mm-hmm. who had himself a pretty good game. No sack numbers or anything like that, but he was active with everything he had to do. But man, that, you know, we said it earlier in the year, then we kind of backed away from it, and then we came back to it. Cincinnati is a fucking Hydra. They have this four-headed monster mm-hmm. that just takes can take over a game, and they can take over a game in so many Burrow, different Mixon, ways. Chase and uh, Higgins, Bo- Higgins and Boyd. And even Boyd. you can even add Boyd to that. But I'm going with I'm going with Higgins, Chase, Mixon, and Burrow. Burrow. Higgins had over a hundred. Um, sorry, yeah, Higgins had over a hundred yards in this game. So it's like they can pick not they can pick and choose like Jamar. Uh, Chase can have his game. If Jamar Chase is in double coverage, Higgins can go off. If Higgins is in double coverage, uh, Chase can go off. If both of them are in double coverage, punch the ball down the throats with Mixon. Mixon, And Burrow, this guy's got balls. He's got balls. Did you see some of the rushes he did? Uh, Yes. And he didn't even 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 slide. slide. He just took them. Mm -hmm. This kid's got some some cojones. five yards per carry. Absolute stud. He's an and for his first complete season, he was out. I think week thirteen or fourteen last year. I mean, be it it's his rookie season. He's gonna get the shit beat out of him. Yeah. But this year, he finishes the season ten and seven, which is an average, a very average team mm-hmm. in the NFL. Because usually you'll have the standouts, you'll have the the middle liars, which is anywhere between like seven and seven and ten, eight and nine mm-hmm. to ten and seven, eleven and six usually, and then you have your bottom of the barrel. They were a very average team. Mm-hmm. They won a very competitive yet not competitive division. Yeah, it was because so up and down. the North never wanted to win. Yeah, yeah, I just felt that way. That division never wanted to win. N- never, um, especially when playing each other. Um, and they just 
took the momentum of Cincinnati is going to the playoffs for the first time in 31 years, or not the first time in 31 years, but they have the chance of winning their first playoff game in 31 years. Mm-hmm. And they said, you know what? Fuck it. We're not going to win one. We're going to win four. Mm-hmm. And they're going to carry that momentum because they want to win the Super Bowl. Exactly. I think they want it the most. I think so. There's, and from the there way was no they're team, celebrating their team. There was no team that came into this playoffs. None of these 14 teams wanted it as much as the Bengals. And the and uh, Cincinnati mm-hmm. is already uh, canceled. Cancel school on the 14th. Yeah. yeah. I love it. So yeah. the kids can stay up and watch the Bengals play in the Super Bowl. Yep. I love it. So That's hopefully cool. they'll celebrate <clears throat> their Super Bowl win on Valentine's Day. And yep, not be so. depressed. Yep. <laughs> but first they need an opponent. They do. Mm-hmm. And it's coming out of the NFC West. Regardless of who, Regardless won, this of who won this game. The San Francisco 49ers taking on the Los Angeles Rams in SoFi Stadium, the home of Super Bowl 56. Yep. This game was a shootout. I don't think it was a shootout. It wasn't one-sided, was it? It wasn't a shootout. Yeah. I think it was more of a defensive struggle than anything. And then and you needed that those couple of big plays, whether they went against you or went for you, yeah. to really happen. I, I found this more of a defensive struggle. Because, yeah. I mean, I've been saying it all playoff long. <clears throat> Best unit. Been San Francisco's San defense. Mm-hmm. Dis- defense, yeah. Okay, and they showed up again. They did. The problem was Cooper Cup made a couple of plays. OBJ San- made a couple of plays. OBJ went over 100 yards in this game, mm-hmm. and San Francisco did something that San Francisco doesn't do. They were undisciplined. They, yep. took, they took a 15-yard 15, 15 unsportsmanlike conduct, which was the weirdest taunting penalty I've ever seen in my yeah, entire life. Yeah, when he just stepped. He didn't even step over him. He yeah, stepped around him. He stepped around him. I don't even and think then, he pointed or anything. I don't know what he did. What? Is it Ward? It was Ward, the captain. What yeah, was number he one. thinking? I think it was a frustration play because it was the play, play right after, after the, Tart. Because Tart, uh, Matt Stafford, he just threw it. it. I don't even know who he was going to because he had Jefferson on one side and then OBJ on the other. He just threw it directly in the middle of him. Tart was right there. I don't know because he was backing up, so maybe his momentum, he was backing up. But when the ball hit him, it went whatever. He just didn't catch the ball. And then the play after... He got um, Ward. Stafford threw 30 yards to OBJ and then tack on another 15. Yeah. And they were down three. They, they were three at that point, so that's what tied so was, the game. Yeah, so it was 17-4. There was to also, four. I think it was on Sam Fran, an uncalled, um, obvious, very obvious uh, late hit on Stafford and a helmet-to-helmet. Very oh, yeah. obvious at the very beginning of the game. Well, I watched this game through and through, <clears throat> and... There were three separate times that the Rams should have been called for delay a game. Yes. And it was not called. Yes. Three clear separate times where the clock, where the play clock was at zero for at least a second or two. Never called. Even um, Troy Aikman mm-hmm. was saying it, and I'm just like, what the hell is going on here? I know they don't want to do ticky-tack, but there was three times where the was clock- it or was it Romo? I don't, was it? I don't, I want to- I think it was Aikman. Aikman's with Buck now. Yeah. yeah. Romo was on the earlier game. Because it's like- I saw I'm like, what the hell's going on here? One time, whatever. But there was three clear times that I noticed myself. And I'm like, what the hell's going on here? But then they called delay a game for San Fran, I'm pretty sure, once or twice. Yeah. I think. When they weren't just obviously doing it for themselves. This game flipped. Realistically, Mm -hmm. in less than 30 seconds. Okay? San Francisco's up three. Mm -hmm. They're driving the ball. They get stopped. Use check gets stopped. Fourth and two... Oh, I know. Yep. They line up to punt, and McVeigh throws a challenge flag. 
to see if Juszczyk fumbled. Mm -hmm. He did not. You then come back out with your offense and you decide to take a delay of game penalty versus snapping the ball mm -hmm. and going for the two yards. Because it wasn't that. He challenged it and he they lost it. So he, they lost their last timeout. Yes. Uh, Rams had no more timeouts. Yep. And they were still, what, 10-something minutes on it. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> you That's the perfect opportunity to go for it. That's yes. like when it's a second and short and you go for a shot. Yes. That was the perfect opportunity. You take the delay game. You punt the ball away. The very next play, dropped interception, and the play after that, 40-something yards down the field after penalties and a completion. And a completion. <laughs> Remember, and I said this to you yesterday, the head coach of the San Francisco 49ers is the former offensive coordinator of the Atlanta Falcons when they blew a 28-3 lead. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exact same guy. We all joke around about how Matt Ryan is snake-bitten. Kyle Shanahan, for everything that he's done, he's been to a Super Bowl with this team. Mm -hmm. He's been to a Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo. He still makes a lot of those mistakes that he made that he did make back when he was under Dan Quinn mm -hmm. in Atlanta mm -hmm. when that offense just could not get one final play. Yep. And it's so discouraging because this defense is elite. And it held, it held, granted obviously OBJ and Cup had over 100 <laughs> yards, but it held their offense to two touchdowns. Yes. They started the game off with an interception after yeah. letting them go right down the field. They got into the end zone. They buckled they picked down. Off and the they end picked zone. them yeah. off in the end zone. And they and they played so stingy. Mm -hmm. So stingy. And I'll tell you something right now. Robbie Gold's the baddest motherfucker really in the is. NFL. Yeah, he is. He does not care. He Jalen Ramsey's the biggest shit talker in, talker in the NFL. Mm -hmm. And he was right in Jalen Ramsey's face at halftime. He did not. He did not. Like, uh, yeah, guess what? I banged down. my kick through. Why can't your kicker do it on the other side? No. Their kicker ended up kicking. Yeah. The two field goals that tie and win the game. Mm -hmm. But regardless, Robbie and, Gold's and perfect. Obviously, the, yeah. the very end of the game, very few minutes on the clock, and Garoppolo throws a pick. That the, wasn't the a last, pick. The last interception? That wasn't a pick. Well, that, was, that, was, that was, I don't even know what to describe that. A brain fart? Take the sack. Take the sack because you still have a timeout left. Yes. Mm -hmm. Take the sack. And live to live to, to another live play. Live to see another play. Because it was going to be fourth down, but still, like no matter what, you were going to go you're for it in go for any regardless. situation. Any situation. If you I threw just, it away, I no didn't understand what. it. And I understand Aaron Donald was draped on him. I get it. But just hold the ball. Just hold the ball. Because what was throwing it going to do for you? <laughs> well, that's oh, what well, it did. Yeah, exactly. It ended the game. So. Mm -hmm. so we now have our Super Bowl matchup. We have the LA Rams at home taking on the Cincinnati Bengals. Second year in a row. Second insane. year in a row that an NFL team is hosting the Super Bowl. I after it did not happen ever before. Mm -hmm. It never happened before. I want to go back to what you posted on Instagram. I think you were the one that posted this. Okay. Um. So it's the one with all the stats. We have the home team playing oh, in their me. stadium. That was you. That was yeah. me. The whole paragraph. I love it. Well, it was um very sarcastic. Oh, kind of like what you, when you said, well, how about I'm that? Gl I'm glad I sound like Dave. Yay. Um, so we have the home I'm team playing off. in their stadium for the second <laughs> year in a row. Bengals first time to the Super Bowl in 33 years. Joe Burr gets to the Super Bowl in his second year. Stafford gets to the Super Bowl in his first year with the Rams, along with OBJ and Von Miller. Anything else? I love it because it's you want, shit that you would never expect. Yeah. You yeah. want one more stat? Who won the Super Bowl last year? Tom Brady. Yeah. And who was the team? Uh, oh, the, the Bucks. The Bucks. Okay. What team beat them? And looked like they were on the upswing when they beat them. The Rams. Nope. No. 
The Chicago Bears. The Bears, yeah. <clears throat> what team got absolutely destroyed by the Bears in week three this year? The Cincinnati the Bengals. Bengals. Joe Burrow got made look like a fool against the Chicago Bears in week three. So, not spoiling anything because we're not giving our picks till next week. But I think some people know where I'm going to be leaning just based on the stars. All right. Yes, because we are going to be giving our Super Bowl picks next week because we also want to see, of course, we want to give ourselves more time if there's any injuries yeah. or what have you. I get it. They're not playing any games. But, um, but uh, still, there's training. Because and... since he's <clears throat> tight end, Ozuma. Ozuma. Yeah, he um, could return. I think he's done. Well, there was something that said. He they, could return. They did something. I don't know if it was an MRI, but they said something where the outlook was more positive than negative at yes. this moment. So it could always change to be worse if it's like something more internal. Mm-hmm. But that's something I heard through Grapevine. But running down records before the Super Bowl, oh, I am 9-3, and three, Dave 6-6. Six and six, Consistency! Mickey 5-7. and seven. Angela eight and four. Wow. So Damn. depending on picks, yeah. Angela could take this. Wow. Angela could tie me because she could become nine and four and yeah, if but I the lost. Super, yeah, but the Super Bowl's the tiebreaker. Yeah. Super Bowl's a tiebreaker. If she picks opposite from you and, and she gets she nine, wins, nine and four. She 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 gets a tiebreaker. All right. Um we could make it even more that it's up for two points. We could I can take five hundred? No. We, we could take the over under. And the team. So if you get oh. the team right and the over-under wrong, so then why you only we, get one and so one. So why don't we just sweeten this pot even more? Team, over-under, MVP. Ooh. I like it. I like I it. I like it. All right. So If you hit all three, if you actually hit all three, you get four points. That's tough to figure out. You got to pick the team. Mm-hmm. You got to be right with the over-under. Yeah. And then you also have to be right on who the MVP is That's going to be. Of the now, game. obviously, if you get two of them right and one of them wrong, you're two and one. You get two points You don't and get a that loss. extra point. You don't get gotcha. the boost. Correct. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. Angela, eight and four. Darian, six and six. Meredith, six and six. Dan, five and seven. Jen, six and six. And Corey, who joined in last week for the uh, championship games, one and one. Aw. He had the same picks as I. <laughs> so we have a few notes from the multiverse of the NFL. Um, you want to start with yours? Yeah. So I have the uh, first note on here is that. Do you want to start with that note? No, we should probably end with that let's note. End with that note. Let's end with that note. I just saw what your note was. I'm like, let's end um, with that. Let's start with the last note I have then. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Las Vegas Raiders now have a new head coach. In former Patriots offensive coordinator, former Broncos head coach. Josh McDaniels. How long does he last in Vegas? If he even starts. <laughs> if he even starts, I give him I'll give him I'll give him a full year. I'll give him a fair shake two years. I'll give him a full year because I don't think he's gonna go unless, out. Unless unless like they that. if they're if like I said in the tiers, upper, middle, bottom of the barrel, mm-hmm. if they end up in a bottom of the barrel position, McDaniel's is out. If they're a mid tier team, conversation for wild card, mm-hmm. he'll get another year. He'll get a two year stint at minimum. If they start being one of the best teams in the fucking West, which is going to be tough, yeah, because you still have KC and you have the Chargers right there as well. Honestly, this is this may be an unpopular opinion, but the I Raiders think, are better than the Chargers. No, I think Kansas City is going to have a down year next year. Not necessarily. I don't think they're going to be under five hundred or anything. But Mahomes' cap hit 
for next year. It goes from single digits this year. It goes into $30 million next year. I think they're not going to be able to re-sign some of their big marquee yeah, he's players. Yeah, they're going to need space for his contract. So I Because he signed that big baller it's contract. It's going to just keep going up every single year, eventually into the 40s. So I think next year, I think they're going to have trouble with signing people. So I think they're going to have, like, for them, a do they, down year. I know we're going on tangents here. Do they not win the division? Does it go to... Does it go to the Chargers or does it go to Vegas? Or do they still barely squeak out the division? I don't think it goes to the Raiders because I think first year with Josh McDaniels, I don't think so. I think it'll I think it'll either be the Chargers or KC. Because mm-hmm. even a down year for them could necessarily still be the division. It could be an eleven and six year, yeah. a ten and seven year. So what's your mine. opinion? <laughs> um I think McDaniels is gonna do exactly what he did in Denver, which is blow this fucking team up. Um when he got to Denver, he traded away a franchise quarterback What's and Jay him Cutler. Blowing up the West. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> he he traded away Jay Cutler. Okay, first thing he did was trade away Jay Cutler. I forgot he was a fucking Bronco. Yeah, yeah. He was drafted by the Broncos, number seven overall. Um, I don't like this move. You had a guy. Yeah, Rich the Basia. Uh, Rich Basia. Yeah. yeah, and he did a great and job. He did a with great them. job. That team didn't waver. It didn't falter mm-hmm. under him. Now, when Mike Mayock was let go by the Raiders, you knew the writing was on the wall. Yeah. That they weren't going to bring back Basia or anything like that. Yeah. They were going to stop fresh. Mm-hmm. Well, they weren't going to promote him full time. To... Well, no, no. They weren't going to bring him back. He, he's not coming back to the team at all. No? Nope. He's not coming back at all. And I'll get to where he's going once we start talking a little bit about other coaches and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, if McDaniels keeps Carr, this could be a very dangerous team. This this isn't a two three year thing for McDaniel's. This could be a career altering, league altering, coach quarterback combination. Mm-hmm. Just uh, McDaniel's just cannot make the same mistakes he made in Denver, which is don't get rid of your franchise quarterback. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't, yeah, because you have Derek Carr right you have there in Derek your palm Carr, of your hands. You have the weapons there. <clears throat> you have a decent defense. You, you some, have a team. You have a team that just weapons too on offense. You have a team that just went to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a good team. Yeah, it's not a stellar go, team, but it's a, get, it's a solid team. Well, if you get, get morale it. up from where it was exactly. last year, because last year they had incidents. a fucking shit show. Yeah, get the so. team together, make something happen, make a couple of moves, and this team can contend for the AFC West. Mm-hmm. I mean, they beat out the Chargers this past year. That mm-hmm. is true. So, although they should have just let that game tie, they should have. <laughs> yeah. That would have been awesome. But yeah, I, I I think McDaniels could have a very long tenure in Oakland if the chips fall the way that they should. I'll let Michaela take the reins on this one. Do you want to go into a little bit of what the Brian Flores drama is? Yeah, so literally right before I got here, I was checking, you know, my sources and I saw um Brian, uh, Brian Flores is suing the NFL Denver Broncos, Miami Dolphins, and New York Giants for... He's suing all 32 teams. No, it's not all 32 teams. It's the NFL, the organization, not... Individual teams. Exactly, yeah. But that's why he's kind of separating those specific teams. And he is... I don't... I want to get it right. Alleges for the alleging of not hiring uh, people of color because of the uh, the Rooney rule. So, um, and what has also come out is Bill, Bill Belichick has text messages that he, he sent, fucked to, up. sent to <laughs> yeah, Brian Flores. Yeah, he did. Brian Flores, um, which will be used as evidence. And then um, the owner of the Miami Dolphins, Stephen Ross, 
allegedly offered uh, Flores $100,000 for every game he lost in the 2019 season to try to up their draft position. Draft pick, yeah. Yeah. So that's... Very ugly situation. This is... I, I was telling Dave right before the show, I think that this will... Uh, probably go even further than what happened with Gruden and the Raiders because mm-hmm. it's bringing it did bring multiple teams but this is bringing the NFL as an entire organization yeah, and, and multiple teams Broncos and, then, and Elway specifically yeah. into this this drama and Bill Belichick apparently not that he Fucking not that him with like any of the racism allegations gets. but text messages that he sent to Brian Flores I think Belichick's only saving grace quote unquote is He's not necessarily been known as being the most tech savvy person. Yeah, that he might have thought he was texting one person and like actually fucked up yeah. and texted the wrong. I've person. certainly done that. Like the conversation like we had, like the conversation we had a couple of weeks ago on uh, Doink Talk, where it's would you rather text somebody, uh, text the wrong person when you're talking shit about them, when you wanted to text somebody else. Mm-hmm. What if that's the situation that happened? I heard I something mean, funny. That's though. a very very thin line. Yeah, I heard that, that he did it intentionally yeah. to kind of tip him off to be really? like to tip Brian Flores and be like they I forgot what it was it was honestly I was watching the thing on I was watching something on YouTube and one of the comments was Bill Belichick definitely did this intentionally to tip off Flores and I was like boys exactly yeah. but like who know like, honestly not I will probably never know the answer but this is this is gonna this is extremely big for the NFL with um what happened a couple years ago uh, I can't think of it um well with the Saints and the Bounty yep Bounty Gate and then there the was gate. no not the Flake Gate there was something <laughs> else I think it revolved around racism too I don't exactly remember what but this is Wasn't something the Kaepernick stuff no that's no. police brutality and there Kaepernick not being out. as talented as he once was and taking knees and stuff like that I can't what? think of don't it off... snicker this is true no, I'm okay. not saying okay no. I was like... I'm just saying I can't think of it off the top of my it, head but it's something it's that's it's another Rooney Rule thing I just yeah. remember there was a lot of outcry because yeah. of enough there wasn't enough minority candidates being mm-hmm. hired for GM positions and ho- head coaching positions and I get it yeah but like it's such a fine line because if you say the wrong thing then you become like a bad guy, but it should be the best person for the job too. hundred percent, I agree. It, you shouldn't just be going out there and doing interviews with people to give them the idea of hope that they may be getting the position if they're not the ideal candidate yeah. for that position. And I think what you're thinking about is the Raiders when they hired John Gruden, and they didn't hire, they didn't go through any kind of interview process. They hired Gruden yeah. immediately. Well, because that's the thing. Like, I get why the Rooney rules are in place. But oh, I do too. And there I... are, and like you said, giving false hope. And oh, oh my God, I can't remember. It was oh my God. I'm gonna look it up after because I'm just gonna rack my brain. I I think it was I know the what it is. I know what it is. It's just in the back of my mind. But this is something that's gonna not blow the NFL up, but this is going to open a lot of... Well, it's going to open Pandora's box. Exactly. And the thing is, like, Flores didn't endear himself with the Dolphins either. The way his exit interview went, for all intents and purposes, what the rumors were said, Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. it it really wasn't a good way for him to end his his career with the Dolphins saying, what the fuck do you guys know about winning? Well, the thing is, is with this whole... um, offering him money to lose, lose. like, this is going to come out even more. So, obviously, he said that, but... I'm sure the Dolphins did some really shitty things oh, behind the scenes too, which which t- 
team what team doesn't exactly, so, exactly. Uh, this exactly. is a, i'm a, it sounds weird but i'm excited to see what comes out of this because mm-hmm. this is gonna Gonna it's gonna up. it's gonna make a very fun off season. It yeah. is. We were worried about having NFL contact during the off season. No, <laughs> we'll have plenty. Brian was like, Brian was like, there was a bigger story out today. Hell no, I'm about to top that shit. I yeah. know, right? Well, so, so before we get to the final story, in the yes, NFL, we have a few head coach hirings that we want to go over, and then we have not one but two retirements that happened since the last time we recorded. Yes, so we already went over one of the head coaching hirings, which was. Josh McDaniels. What's Josh the McDaniels. Other one? The other ones we have, um, the Broncos hired um, Nathaniel Hackett from uh, Green Bay as their new head coach. Okay. So, <clears throat> Green Bay is imploding. I'm not sure if anybody has seen this. They are in a lot of trouble. Do you know who the most stable organization is in the NFC North right now? Is it the Lions? It is the Lions. <laughs> they have the same GM and head coach coming into this season. Green Bay is in a lot of trouble. Yeah. So, they lost... Uh, um, that's their, that, that's their former, or Hackett, rather. Hackett, their former offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. The Giants, who did they just hire? The Giants Brian. just hired uh, Brian DeBall, Dable. the offense Dable, the offensive coordinator of the Bills. Yep. And the Bears hired Matt Eberflus. 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 Put some put some inflection on that name. Eberflus. <laughs> Let of me tell you of the, the Indianapolis Colts. Indianapolis Colts. The defensive coordinator, the I defensive minded head coach. Love. This fucking hire. Holy shit. This is the type of thing that, like, is pulling me back mm-hmm. until the McCaskies sell. So the McCaskies first need to sell. And, of course, now the Broncos are for sale instead of... Yeah, fuck. So you want to get into the Green Bay Packers imploding. So they've lost their offensive coordinator. <clears throat> okay? Head coaching position, mm-hmm. Denver Broncos. They lost someone else, too. They lost Luke Getze. Who's Luke Getze? He is the quarterback's coordinating coach. The man who worked side-by-side with Aaron Rodgers every day. He has taken the offensive coordinator position for the Chicago Bears. Rich Basia will be coming to the Chicago Bears as the special teams coordinator per sources in the NFL. Really? Wow. Wow. Okay. That'll be fun. The Bears also hired their new general manager, Ryan Poles. Mm Mm-hmm. And not of only KC, right? Kansas City, and also brought in Ian Cunningham as an assistant general manager. So what this is telling me about the Chicago Bears is everything is happening like I would hope. Special teams. The no, the McCaskies are getting away from the fucking team. They've never had an assistant GM in the history of the Chicago Bears. Never. They are bringing in football-minded people to do the football operations. Ted Phillips was moved away from football operations and is now dealing with the business acumen as being the CEO of the Chicago Bears. You now have people being put in place to be football people. Mm-hmm. Matt Eberflus is a no-nonsense <laughs> coach. Just talk about some of the stuff that that was brought up with the way he was coaching over in Indianapolis. Not only that, he's bringing his linebackers coach over from Indianapolis to be his defensive coordinator. So the guy who was helping make um oh who's the um Darius Leonard? Yes. Making Darius Leonard this all pro linebacker. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've always thought that Roquan Smith was a better linebacker, but you know, to no each one, to each yeah. room because Darius Leonard's phenomenal. Now you're gonna have th- that coaching tandem with that defense. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be scary. It's gonna be scary, all dependent upon who they're able to keep. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're obviously going to have Robert Quinn. They're obviously going to have Khalil Mack. Mm-hmm. Do you bring back Akeem Hicks? Will Eddie Goldman return as this dominant $90 million a year defensive tackle? If that happens, if those four players play to their full potential and stay healthy, the Bears can go back to a traditional cover two defense like Indianapolis was just running and be extremely dominant. Mm-hmm. Extre- rush, to, rush to passer like like uh, the Rams do with just mm-hmm. four down linemen. Mm-hmm. Don't need to blitz and just let your cornerbacks and your safeties jump routes because you can't do anything underneath because you got linebackers roaming. Give me that. And I know everyone's talking about, oh, you hired a defensive coach and you got Justin Fields and stuff like that. Eberflus brought Justin Fields in during his opening press conference. So he is behind Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bringing in someone like Lou Getze tells you that they want to build an offense around Justin Fields' abilities. Mm-hmm. Because what did we see Rodgers doing a lot of this past, the last couple of years when he was with Luke? A lot of rolling out. A lot of throwing on the move. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Get Play it to Fields' <clears throat> strengths. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm excited about this. I'm not saying that I'm a fan of the Chicago Bears organization. I'm mm-hmm. excited about what the Chicago Bears football team looks like right now with the with the coaching hires and everything like that. So I it's still early. We don't We're have still a, see we all don't the have player a, moves. We don't have yeah. a first round pick, but there's a lot of player moves that still gotta happen. Yes. Yeah. Two retirements. Two retirements. And what a dick to <clears> Trump <throat> one of them. Like what the second guy we're gonna talk about is a dick for doing this. Big Ben Roethlisberger, after eighteen years with the Pittsburgh Steelers, has decided to call it quits. Not call it quits, call it a career. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um we knew it was coming. Yeah. yeah. Um it's just an official retirement from Ben Roethlisberger, a heartfelt, teary eyed retirement on at home on his couch with his kids and his wife. Um, what a career this guy had. Obviously, towards the end of it, plagued by an injury yeah. um, and kind of a fall off, I would say. I mean, from where he, he was. was. Older. Yeah. But yeah. you know what the thing is? They still, made, they, they still contended. They still made the playoffs. <laughs> they still made the playoffs, still contended. It's just, you know, just <laughs> who he is. Me. You know what I mean? He, he, yeah, exactly. He never had a losing season. And he's a competitor. No. And he's a competitor. Yeah. So before we get to the next one, I'm going to pose a question that was posed to me today by mm-hmm. a customer at my shop, actually. Mm-hmm. Is Ben Roethlisberger a top 10 quarterback in NFL history? NFL history. NFL history. I have a follow-up question after we answer, after we all give our answers. Okay. So, obviously, I don't have that long of a history, per se, where I don't know a lot of like the classic quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Top 10, no. Top 15, yes. Okay. Okay. I'd say he'd be in that like 11, 12 spot. He just missed the top 10. I I will say no, but I will say top 20. I have him in my top 10. I have him in my top 10. For sure. He never had a losing season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was always a consistent quarterback. Mm-hmm. Always consistent. Um, He has two rings. Yeah. So... I mean, the numbers speak for themselves. He has mm-hmm. great numbers. He's always had good talent to throw to, but he does have great numbers. So I'd put him in my top 10. He'd be on the cusp. Like, the, you, you kind of have to look He'd at that like, 9 10 you to, spot. You have to look like 9, 10, 11. Like, mm-hmm. look at those three spots. Yeah. But I think he could squeak in ahead of some other quarterbacks that you might put on there. And then, like, the one that automatically pops into my head is Fran Tarkenton. Mm-hmm. Like, I could, I can conceivably see them too 
being like an a, uh, an A B situation. A B situation, but yeah. then Tarkenton went to four <clears throat> Super Bowls and didn't win one. Yeah, and Ben Roethlisberger won two Super Bowls and went to three. Mm-hmm. So that's that's where it kind of sits with me. Mm-hmm. Follow up. So I saw this question posed to me. I know a clear cut answer. Who do you think is better overall, looking at their entire career, uh, Ben Roethlisberger or Eli Manning? Roethlisberger. Yeah, That's it's Ben answer. Roethlisberger. I just, Roethl- I, I, I mean, I'd actually, I'll follow it up. Roethlisberger or Philip Rivers? Roethlisberger. Roethlisberger. Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers. Ha- he had the numbers. He didn't have it in the playoffs, though. Philip Rivers just didn't have the coaching or the team. That's true. Well, can you blame that on Roethlisberger though? Can you use that against Roethlisberger? A little bit. If Philip Rivers went to Pittsburgh, do you think Philip Rivers would have won two championships? That's true. If they had flipped spots, yeah. I I don't think Roethlisberger could have made San Diego any better than they were. I honestly think... Philip Rivers would have won multiple... I was going to say, if Rivers went to Pittsburgh instead, they would have more titles. I think so. Yeah. I definitely Because they had the the clientele. He was a better talent. Yeah. Yeah. He was a better talent out of all three of those quarterbacks. Rivers was the Manning, better talent. Manning, Rivers, and yeah. Roethlisberger. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. 100%, yeah. Yeah. I do agree with that. And then the second retirement officially came out today. TB12, Tom Brady, has officially... There was w- rumors over the weekend that he was retiring. Adam Schefter came out with it. ESPN came out with it. Everyone but came officially, out with it. <laughs> Tom Brady came out on his Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, whatever the fuck. And officially retired from the NFL after 22 seasons. Called it, bitches. <clears throat> I think a lot of us saw it coming. Oh, yeah. But. If he didn't make it to the Super Bowl this year, he was going to retire. Yeah. I think even if he made it to the Super Bowl, he would have retired. If he made it really? to the Super Bowl and won, he would have gone again. Either until way, he didn't make it to the Super Bowl and won. No. Either way, I think he would have retired. Because. He consistently said he wanted to play to 50. He consistently played. You know who retired for him? Giselle Boy. <laughs> The Giselle thing is, how many memes post. I saw Adam Schefter, this is Tom. I saw that text. <laughs> Adam Schefter, I saw this that. is Tom. I retire. Do not contact me. <laughs> I love that shit. I saw that. Yeah. I think either, if he made it to the Super Bowl, lost it, made it to the Super Bowl, won it, I think either way he would have retired. If he won it, if he I'd, won it, there's he no would, way he would have walked if he, away. If he lost it, he would have retired. 100%. I think. Yeah, I think his last loss was, his last playoff loss was his last loss, was the way I was looking at it. He was going <clears> to go out either, there's only... Two scenarios I saw him retiring. Last playoff loss, and just that's it. It's mm-hmm. that's it. Or after he won his tenth championship. Those are the only two ways I saw him retiring. I'll throw a third in there. An extended rehab injury. Oh, I mean, yeah. So if he had another knee injury or a shoulder, wrist. I think I think if he stubbed a toe, he would retire. Because he's about to be 40. He, he he's said realistically 46. 45. I think oh, he's, he's going to be 46. Turning 45 in August. Is it 45? Yeah, because okay. he said 100% realistically he would love to play to 45. And then he threw in the 50. I just don't think that was possible because I think at that point, no matter what he does with this weird pliability and... Plyometrics like, and whatever the avocado, fuck. Avocado, tequila, cream. ice cream. Like, no, father time gets to you. And when you're in yeah. a physical sport like football, all it takes is one bad hit somewhere. All it takes is one turf toe, some yeah, shit Alexander like that. Ovechkin. Give me still, that OV yep. juice. Yeah, Alexander yep. Ovechkin's still skating around the he'll rink pro- with, the, with like the new kids. Five yeah. more seasons. New kids leading the new kids. Yeah, he's showing, leading the league. Showing the new kids what the fuck is up. Grandpa, I'm tired. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. I'm going to dominate. 
OV Juice. That guy's unbelievable. Now, if he retires at the end of the year, I'd be like, what the fuck's yeah, going on? Yeah, because he has it I in love him to OV. go. Oh, he could go. Yeah. Several more seasons. Yeah, just with how dominant he looks right now. But OV, OV you know what? The first thing OV's going to do when he retires? New teeth. No. No, he no, needs. No, you don't no. need him. He doesn't need to You've fix that. You've gone this far without him. Yeah. And you look handsome. Yeah. I he just, like it. He has a smile without his teeth. I made him myself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All I'm going to say is I, 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 it's actually funny. We'll tangent to Ovi before we get to the final subject. Um, I had a customer who came into the store and we were talking hockey and we were talking Crosby versus Ovechkin. And I'm like, oh, Ovechkin's, Ovechkin. Ovechkin's better than Crosby. And he's like, are you sure about that? I'm like, yeah, I'm very confident about that. And you look over the numbers and Crosby's great. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Crosby's a generational talent. I just don't see him doing what Ovechkin does. And I would love, I would love anybody who listens to this show to please, please contact us. Mm -hmm. I want to hear a direct opinion as to why Sidney Crosby is a better talent than Alexander Ovechkin. That's what I want to hear. And I don't want to hear about championships that Sidney Crosby won. I want to hear physical skating ice talent. What they are singularly able to do in the rink. Because I would take Ovechkin's skill set over Sidney Crosby's skill set any day of the week. And that's just my opinion. Yeah, I agree with you. What are we looking at Ovechkin here? Well, they're playing, ironically, Washington and um, Pittsburgh are playing right now and it's tied 2-2. Okay. And I was just looking, because I just had Ovechkin's stats up. Yeah. And for he's 36 years old, he is in the top five for both points and goals right now. That's and absolutely he's, nuts. I think he's in the top. Now, I, I get it. 30? He's in the top, top for points, I think. He's he is, one of the top. He's uh, third in goals, uh, tied 22nd in assists. He's fifth place for points, and he's um, tied for 37th place in uh, plus minus. But that's still and, for and, a thirty-six-year-old, exactly. twenty-two seasons. And I get it. And I get it. There's there is an age difference. Thirty-six versus forty-five. Yeah. There is an age difference. There's a lot that can happen in nine years. <clears throat> yeah. Sixteen games versus eighty-two. Yeah, and we've playing we've had offense that and defense. We yeah. had this discussion last week. Being I'm just on saying. the ice for forty minutes plus versus being on the field for twenty-five to thirty-five, and not yeah. getting those and getting like rest in yeah. between. Yeah, like uh, I I think we were talking about it on the show. Or I could have been having a conversation with somebody else. You can sit down at the beginning of a hockey game and the first commercial break will come 12 to 14 minutes into the period because there's no time stoppage. Yeah, we talked mm-hmm. about that last week. We yeah. were talking about how like the puck can drop and then all of a sudden because there's no icing, there's no offsides, no no, no goalie 20 traps. minutes can go by yeah. and yeah. be it. That's it. And that's another thing about um, hockey is when there is some kind of penalty or something, it the game doesn't stop. Like when they're reviewing something where it does happen, but the game still goes. And even with the penalty, it makes it more exciting. It'll be yes. like 15 to 30 seconds. They're in the box. The puck drops again and they're off. Yeah. yeah. They're off rapidly. Not in the NFL or Major League Baseball where it's like minutes between each time yeah. something's exactly. actually happening on the mm-hmm. ice or on the field. <sighs> Sorry, Michaela. This That's is okay. going to be, be a conversation I'm, between listen, David and I. I. You guys take it away. Like 2022 I said, I'm Royal Rumble. Do you want to talk kind of just the results of the whole show, or do you want to just chat rumbles? I just want to talk about how, one, both rumble matches I thought were good. I didn't think they were great. I, I thought they were good. They were mid-tier rumbles. Yes. What really elevated what really elevated the women's rumble for me 
was the breaking of the fourth wall. Yes. Mickey James being Mickey there, James coming out with the Impact Women's with title, the title. Loved it. Was huge. Absolutely oh, monstrous. When that came out, so I heard Hardcore Country. Meredith was sitting next to me. She was like, who's this? I'm like, this is fucking groundbreaking. This yes. is what this is. Yes. It's Mickey fucking James with the Impact Women's Championship. And they introduced her as the Impact Impact knockout Women's Knockout Champion. Champion. Mickey James. Yeah. And, Huge. And the announcers were playing it up too. Yep. And she came out with the belt. She was holding the belt and yep. all that. I yeah. loved it. Every second of it. That really that really <coughs> built it up for me. Yeah. And then entrant number 30. 28. 28? She was 28. Oh, okay. Ronda Rousey was 28. 28. Okay. Number 30 um, was... I think Lita was 30. Okay. Which is a match I can't wait to see happen. Yeah. Charlotte Flair versus Lita. That's going to yeah. be fun. But... Ronda Rousey is back in the WWE mm-hmm. and has won the Women's Royal Rumble. She's going to face... Somebody. So I was having this conversation with Meredith, and I'll give you my opinion now, because we're probably not going to have another real wrestling conversation till Mania. Yeah. On the show, at least. We'll talk wrestling outside, obviously. Yeah. I think we're going to get a triple threat match at Mania. Again? I think we're going to get it again, and Ronda's going to win those belts. Wow. Off of Becky and Charlotte. Wow. Okay. I think Ronda's going to go directly to Vince. Vince will be on TV again, and it will be Ronda saying, I don't want just one of them. I want them both. And he'll give it to her because it's Ronda fucking Rousey. Yeah. And she's going to win both those belts. And I- she is going to unify those titles because it is a two-night mania. And we will get a unification on both fucking nights. Awesome. I like it. I do like it. I do like it a lot. And then you can actually stop building to the whole four horsewoman thing because if you're breaking the fourth wall for impact, that means you can still do stuff with you Jessamine Duke. You can bring Jessamine Duke, Marina Shafir, yep. Shayna's there. You had the moments between Shayna and Ronda. You have it. That was great stuff. You have it. Bailey's going to be back very fucking soon. Yep. She was... She, I saw an Instagram post she put out after the Rumble. She had no braces. She had no casts. Nothing. Yeah. She looked ring ready. She's ready. She's ready to come back. I thought she'd be back in the Rumble. Maybe it was just too soon. It might have been too soon. Now we get to the men's Rumble. And that got very interesting for me. Because this entrant number 30 <laughs> yes. got very interesting. Considering he entered the night as champion. Had a banger of a match. It was a great match. I thought the match was great. Um... But then he was turned on by his advocate and biggest nemesis, Roman and Paul, and lost the WWE title to the almighty Bobby Lashley, who left as champion. Yep. And if he didn't leave, if Brock left as champion, we would have a completely different Rumble winner. Yes. But because Brock lost the belt, he went into the Rumble, number 30, and won the Rumble. Yes. And I like what you mentioned he, about how we're gonna how we're gonna build this. He is going to go to Saudi. He's going to win the Elimination Chamber match, win his WWE title back from Bobby Lashley, who unfortunately in this situation is going to be a transitional champ because Saudi is happening in like three weeks. I know it's the nineteenth. It's eighteen days from now. That's insane. I know. Um, he's going to win the title. He's going to face Roman Reigns on night two of WrestleMania. Roman Reigns is going to walk out with both belts because it's going to be title versus title. Yep. 
I like it a lot. I really do. I really do. I liked I liked the way the, the rumble was was um all put together. Um again, rumbles are nice because they build new feuds, they highlight certain athletes and stuff like that. You see the <laughs> Kofi Kingston botch? Where both yes, his feet hit the yes, ball? Yes, I'm so sad about I'm that. I'm so sad the about that. The first time so, he's ever he's, botched he, it. I know, he's never messed it up. Um but um, AJ Styles coming out one was AJ awesome. came out one. Shinsuke came out two. Yeah. So we got that little bit of a re rehash. Yep. Um Dolph Ziggler makes quote unquote history as the second most en- uh entrance into the Royal Rumble at fifteen, I think. Yep. Which is insane. Kane's got eighteen. Ziggler's got years ahead, so Ziggler could beat that record. Oh, he could go well past that. He can go way past that. And Again, going back to my point of how Lashley's going to win, the, not Lashley, um, Lesnar's going to win the title at Saudi. It's the Saudi crowd. It's exactly what you're going to get. Brock Lesnar's going to win that match yep. because that's what draws the money in Saudi. Oh, of course, of course. Is Brock Lesnar, yep. Roman Reigns. And it's the reason why they had to move <laughs> that pay-per-view to Saudi. Mm-hmm. So, But I'm happy we got a little bit of a discussion yeah. on this. But you want something else to say? Yeah, I was going to say um, we're getting Becky Lynch versus Lita at Saudi. Oh, we are. I think that's happening at Saudi. Uh, I will confirm that in one moment here, but I believe that is one of the matches we're getting at the uh, Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. Um, pulling it up right here. We are getting Elimination Chamber. We're getting a dream match between Becky Lynch defending the Raw Women's title against Lita wow. in Saudi Arabia. Now that is cool. That is freaking cool. That is going to be a lot of fun. That's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, my God. You remember Lita. Come on. Do you remember Lita? She was with Based Edge for name. a while, she, and then she, she was, was with, oh, yes. um, with the Hardy yes. Boys. Yep. And the yep. Hardy Boys, yeah. Okay. She was the reason for the Matt Hardy Edge feud. Yeah. I mean, the real reason. Yes. Like, actual. Why they actually like, didn't like each yeah, other exactly. in real life for a while. I loved it. Well, now that we have finished our wrestling, uh, we're going to get you into wrestling again. It'll happen. We'll, we will. we'll get you to watch it again. It'll happen. It'll be like the break that Tom Brady had in between winning Super Bowls. Like yeah, it's like, the, it's like the break <laughs> that Tom Brady's going to have in, in the NFL. He's going to come back next year. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Eric Weddle came out of retirement. Tom Brady is done with the NFL, yeah. period. Like, done. That's why I said that, because I wanted you to bring this conversation never. In. He is never coming back. He's not coming back to commentate. He's not coming back to host any shows. He's not coming back to do dick for the NFL. Tom Brady is going to get a call from Canton, Ohio. He's going to get his gold jacket. He's going to walk on stage and say, fuck you, bitches. And that is his retirement speech. I want him to do what Romo does, though, because Romo is so good. He literally mm-hmm. breaks down the game for everyone who doesn't know I don't think the Brady's as smart that as, well. I don't think Brady's as smart as Romo. Really? I don't think Brady's as smart as Romo. I think Romo has such an acute acumen. He's got a, such a good football like, acumen. He just looks at something. He studies it so damn well that he can sit there and he he's going to call out the plays. Like he's yeah, just like he yeah, does. This yeah. is what's gonna happen. This is where they should go. Look how the defense I don't think I don't think Brady would enjoy doing that as much as uh, Romo. Yeah, that that's true. I think Romo gets such a joy out of it, and I and again I will I will say this I don't think Brady is the same football IQ as a, as Tony Romo. Brady won the championships because he linked up with the right coach, had the right system in place for the first three championships, and then became this 
other world quarterback for the last three he won with New England. And then he basically bought his seventh championship in Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. Okay? So I'm not taking anything away from the, the on-field stuff that Tom Brady did. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put Tom Brady in my top three quarterbacks in NFL history. I really – and you can almost narrow that down to two if you really want to, to do argument's sake. But I, I like making an argument, so I'm going to say top three. Okay? Stir the pot. Exactly. That's what I do best. Um, but I just, I can't see Brady sitting in a booth. No, you're right. I, I, I would love completely it for me. completely agree with you. But yeah, you are right. There's no way he would. Yeah, he's not going to be on NFL Network. He's not going to be on ESPN with the Manning brothers. He's no, not going to no. do that kind of thing. No. <clears throat> Tom he Brady. Doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't love have the personality Tom either. Brady saw football as a business. No, as a way to expand his business. He didn't look at football as a business. He looked at it as a way, how can I grow TB12? That was later in his career. Yeah, but he never looked at the beginning of it as a business. He always looked at it as fun. He was a kid who enjoyed himself yeah. from Santa Clara. Like, everyone talks about, like, this kid who got drafted in, in the in the seventh round, right? Sixth round? Six. Sixth round, okay? Mm-hmm. Pick 199, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. He's going to be so <laughs> overwhelmed in the NFL. Just listen to the way he talked. Like, he played for Michigan. He played in front of 100,000 mm-hmm. screaming Michigan Wolverines every fucking Saturday. Yeah. When he went to a, when he went to a, uh, a bowl game, there was 150,000 mm-hmm. people screaming at these bowl games. And he was cool, calm, and collected the whole time. Okay? If you want to know who Tom Brady was, he was just a kid who loved the sport of football. That's who he was. 198 picks went before him. All 32 teams passed on him five times or more. Mm-hmm. That includes the New England Patriots. Yep. If the fucking New England Patriots knew what they had in Tom Brady, they would have taken him in the first round, not the sixth round. Mm-hmm. So don't let anybody be fooled that the Patriots knew what the fuck they were doing. But what they saw through their evaluation as they were getting later in their draft is, hey, this kid's still on the board. This kid played at Michigan. Look at what he did at Michigan. Why don't we take a flyer on this? Yeah, be and it he's not the the super athletic looking quarterback. He's not the, the ripped four, quarterback. Seven, oh like that, that. But he's got he's got the football knowledge. He's smart. got the heart, and he also has the regiment in place mm-hmm. that let him get this far in his career after a certain point. Because yes. definitely in the beginning and of his career, thought, he didn't do that. And people thought the Patriots' run was done when Bledsoe went out. Yeah, and then Brady came in. And Bledsoe and never saw the field. Proved mm-hmm. the world that he is the quote unquote. I know you're going to argue it. The quote unquote goat. He'll never call himself that, but no, no, he's what everyone else does. No, but everybody. He's got does. the humility and I, to not. And listen, I, that. and I and I respect I respect people calling him that. Mm-hmm. I really do. I just think, for argument's sake, that you could list two other quarterbacks, and I won't say which two quarterbacks. I'm just going to say there's easily two quarterbacks that you could put against Tom Brady in the goat conversation. Yeah. And both of these quarterbacks that I'm thinking of both won Super Bowls, so Dan Marino is not on that list. I at least know one of them that you're talking about. Okay. I would say at least one. Okay. You should, because they played at the same time. Actually, all three of them played at the same time. Oh, then just kidding. Then the one I was thinking of is not. What were you thinking of? Joe Montana. Yeah, he's not my top. I was going to say Elway. Nope. Oh, all right, fine. Not. Fuck it. It's Peyton Manning and Brett Favre. I'll give Peyton you that. Peyton Manning, yeah. I'll give you that. He, yeah. Really, Brett Favre? Look the numbers up. Yeah, Favre's like got fucking great numbers. You know, he, you know, he, he, before Manning broke the league MVP record, it was Brett Favre. Yeah, yeah it was. Before Ma- Manning and Breeze blew by touchdowns, and Brett Favre. It was Brett Favre. Like Brett Favre's a shitty fucking human being. Mm. Like, like you know, 
the things that he said and stuff that he did to the Green Bay Packers when he was on his way out the door, kind of shitty, mm-hmm. but... It's kind of happening again. It, yeah, it's happening again. But that's that's a conversation for next week. Mm-hmm. Um, Once we find out that Aaron Rodgers is signed with the Pittsburgh Steelers or oh some shit. Oh, my God. But I'm just saying, for argument's sake, just look at what Brett Favre did throughout his career. Mm-hmm. And don't forget, Brett Favre has one Super has a Super Bowl. Yeah. And he should have. Against, t- uh, against the Patriots. Yeah. And he should have, too. Mm-hmm. He should yeah. have had, too, because he should have, with the Vikings, they should have made the Super Bowl mm-hmm. yeah. w- during Bounty Gate when... <laughs> you know, needless to say, the Saints were killing people on the field. And yeah. they were trying. So, Want to take us home, Dave? Yes. Well, as always, we'd like to thank all you donks for tuning in, listening to us here on the podcast. It's always great to uh, hear from you, whether that's via the social media accounts where you uh, reach out to us directly or you reach out to the uh, podcast itself. As you know, you can always reach out to the podcast at uh, the Double Doink Network. Um, it's always available. Michaela does a lot of the uh, posting on that. Mm-hmm. But, um, it is you fun. Know, we are going to get a little bit better, all in all. We always say that. And we just suck. Yeah. I mean, I don't even do good on my own personal anymore. So I don't even remember the name of my own fucking personal. Laufen Dave, Dave 84. 84. I got it this time. Wow. Um, You can always find Josh. I'm at V-J-L-T-E-G-J-A-Y-L-D. And you got Michaela. At Mickey2Ys underscore 16. Um, as you know, we are on every streaming platform. So whether that's Apple, whether that's Spotify, whether that's Podbean, Pod Pluto, Pod Uranus, we are Everywhere we are in Uranus, so do not forget that. <laughs> if you listened to Doink Talk last night, yeah, we were all over the place last yeah, night. Yeah, it was. Um, we won't have any media suggestions because, just as Josh mentioned, listen to Doink Talk. Mm. That is something where if you just need to sit back and you want to laugh for a good forty-five minutes, w- yeah, we had a good time with that episode. And last we had night. a very special guest join us yes, last we night. Did. I will not spoil who it was. Nope. So but she knows who she is. So make sure you get on there. Make sure you listen to Doink Talk as your media suggestion for this past week. Oh, yeah. As always, this has been a Double Doink Network production. I have been Dave. I have been Josh. I have been Michaela. And we have two words for you. Doinks out. Doinks out. Doinks out. Doinks out.